Hello, everyone. This is Adam West. Uh, maybe you're thrilled to buy adventures, right, on Batman there? Hmm? My secret true identity, Bruce Wayne, millionaire philanthropist. Anyway, I'm glad to talk to you all and have the privilege of doing the following. Aerial View. Live. End Times. Talk Radio. Friday. 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Call 760 422 The Pound. NYC.com. You have a podcast. Cool. Oh, yeah, I invented them. With liberty and justice. So we need to be absorbed, do we? We're not American enough yet. In the state of New Jersey, I'm not American enough. Play. Let him have it, Chris. 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 There's a button and a switch for everything. You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. No tricks on this. What's gonna happen? So you'll do it, alright? Come on, you know better than that. How you'll do it, alright? This is what kind of radio show is this? I heard his voice on the tape, and it really put the hook in me. I've been many, many times Shortly on both the light program and the home service. I'm sick of talking! I know how to talk to people. I've got this man go on the air, deliver a coded message. You're out of your mind. I'm not out of my mind. Oh, come on. Now, we're going to listen to what he said on the air. Because all we're dealing with here, after all, is talk show time against a man's life. And I don't see that as any other. I can see you're really upset about this. It's all right. Okay. Hello. Something to live for. Do you speak English, sir? Do you call me so? Hello, steady English. Chris, stand up and wiggle your hips for us. Oh, I know that guy. Make sure it gets here. He's a nihilist. And I'll smash your face for you, y'all blockos. Don't you stop, Dan. Huh? Stop it. Shut up. Conversation is a two-way street. I'm all I don't get you. I don't get your act at all. And I don't think you do either. I don't think you know what you're trying to do or how to go about it. You're stupid. I heard it over the radio. Real stupid. I'm not just talking about one person. I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about form. I'm talking about content. I'm talking about interrelationships. I'm talking about God, the devil, hell, heaven. Do you understand? Finally! Can you not take me off the air for now or for any other speechless time? I'll pitch my voice wherever I please! I'm a famous radio personality now. Most people today couldn't care less about the radio personalities. I couldn't agree with you more. He's always talking about some radio star that I never heard of. You don't like my stories? You don't have to listen to my program. Listen to the radio. Find out what's going on. Listen to the talk shows and you will find out what's going on in this country. Oh, man. Talk radio? Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The card has just been suicide. Shut up, man. I have an idea now. First name, Mr. 
I just hope this man realizes that being able to communicate with people all over the world carries a serious responsibility. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Oh, man. Showtime! Say things like, why are you so grumpy when I'm happy? And I say, I'm happy. And I say, well, you don't look happy. And I say, can't you see I'm thinking? Can't you see I'm sad? I don't know what they're talking about. That's why I'm Donald Duckin' it right now. Quack, quack. No, I wouldn't do that to you. I am wearing pants. It's me, Chris T., here on thehoundnyc.com. Every Sunday, why not stop in for a hound howl at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by crashing the party with Mark and Miriam, the doo-wop, chop-shop of the air at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, here we do End Times Live, End Times Talk Radio, as I like to call it. 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528 is the number here. And tonight, my uh, well wellness check, swellness check, is how I like to think of it. Just to call and say, how are you? Are you swell? will be with Cato Hines out there in Ramona, California. Cato's been on the program before. She will rejoin us in just a few minutes. But first, you and I, let's chat. The live line into the studio is open, by the way, if you want to call 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-422-5528. And if you're listening, if you're listening live, boy, do I appreciate that. You know, the folks 
who catch this show live, they're, they're getting to catch a rare and wonderful thing. Live radio. Anything could happen. Anything. Anything. At all. Could happen. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, it's so wonderful. Yeah, you got your podcast. And sure, this show is a podcast too. Available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play and Spotify and Stitcher and YouTube and sometimes SoundCloud. But that's after the fact. That's 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 after you and I talk live for an hour every Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on thehoundnyc.com. And what have we been talking about lately? Let me see. What has been the topic that everybody has been talking about lately. What could it be? What is everybody talking about lately? Hmm. I wonder what it could be. Hmm. Hmm. What could it be? Hmm. Ugh. I really, uh... I lived through a lot of history. You know, I'll, I'll be 58 in September. Not ashamed to admit it. That's a hard-fought 58. What am I supposed to do? I'm one of the olds. I can't wait for that retirement, baby. Give me early retirement. I mean, I'm kind of in retirement now because there's no work to be had, to be got. Record numbers of people thrown out of work over the last 10 weeks rivaling the Great Depression and I think surpassing the Great Depression. And uh, the Fed is warning of a financial system, quote, that has risks as the coronavirus downturn continues. Financial system risks as the downturn continues. And We sit in this house, and we haven't really left the house probably for, uh, I mean, at least 60 days now, really. We, we've gone around the corner. We've gone up to uh, Edgewater to go to the post office and send a package. And I was very grateful that they had the big rolling bin, and the post office said, right on there, big sign for prepaid mail. And I said, that's me. That's me. I'm prepaid. Went in there with my mask on, my trusty mask. And my gloves are signal everybody. I'm not fucking around. I'm not fucking around with this thing. Plague. Plague. Plague, is it? Fucking plague. Fucking plague. And I, and I was about to say a moment ago, I've lived, I lived through a lot of history in 58 years. I was born on the cusp of the Cuban Missile Crisis. I was a month old. I didn't. What did I know about uh, Khrushchev? And Kennedy going toe-to-toe. I did not know. Uh, But then, shortly, Kennedy got it himself. Shortly thereafter, Kennedy. They got Kennedy. 
I heard that Homer Henderson song the other day about Lee Harvey was a friend of mine, a very good friend. Always loved that song. And, uh, and, and didn't Dylan just do, like, Murder Most Foul? Wasn't that 13 minutes about Kennedy, for fuck's sake? And then I lived, uh, I lived through Beatlemania, the British Invasion, Vietnam War, Watergate, the, the, the oil crisis, Ronald Wilson Reagan live through that shit the beginning of the end as I like to call it the beginning of the decline the engineered decline of the middle class by Republicans of course because they that's what they do they talk a good game they say that they care about the working class and they care about those in blue collar professions and they proceed to fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck them hard until their lives are trite and basically desperate and they spend all their time trying to keep their heads above water wondering how did how did this happen but but they they work their magic they work their magic they get these suckers these poor people to vote for them again and again with these these cultural issues abortion Whatever it might be, you name it. They lie to them repeatedly, continuously. They tell them things are going to be one way, while they know things are not going to be that way at all. They're going to be the other way entirely. So somehow, it continues to work. Somehow. And now, to live through this time, they're bringing me up to today, because, you know, I stopped it right about, Ronald Reagan. But there was so much after him, of course, right? There was the first Gulf Wars. There was Clinton. There was Monica Lewinsky. Living through a lot of history. And of course, 9-11. The most historic day I've lived through yet. I was up in Buffalo. Buffalo, New York. It was my first and last trip to Buffalo, New York. I still have my uh, receipt from the Lord Amherst, the restaurant at the Lord Amherst Motor Hotel, where I was sitting having breakfast with a, a reporter for NPR when the word came in. But I'll tell you what, this is on a whole nother level. Like 9-11, yes, there was a human toll. It really did change the course of American history in so many ways. But before long, things went back to kind of normal. I mean, maybe there was turmoil in the world. There was economic devastation. Maybe there was foreign policy blunders. But it was more or less business as usual. In the United States, with more security, of course, everywhere. So now we got to stop the terrorists. But this, this is on a whole nother level. This is like COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. This is something that I would have preferred not living through. Let's just put it that way. If I had my preference, I would have said, let's not go through this. 
what's going to be a one to two to three or more year detour for so many lives, people's lives completely, completely and utterly, the trajectory, trajectory of their lives changed forever, likely. And then, of course, the ever-present specter of death everywhere. People you know dying, people you heard of dying, people uh, relatively healthy dying a couple of days later. And you think to yourself, self, what the fuck is going on? How did it get this bad? I mean, America, if you look around, it's kind of in ruins right now. It's in ruins. Driven over a cliff by an immoral, incompetent, corrupt, criminal P.O.S. P.O.T.U.S. Donald J. Trump. We're still paying for the parenting sins of his father, Fred Trump. It's all little Donnie wanted to do is prove to all the snobs that he was as good as them. That's all. That's all. And now we're all paying. We're paying. We're paying big. The bill has come due. And I, I can't take it anymore. The people I thought were somewhat sensible on the social media saying stupid things. Today... This guy I kind of know, I, I, I thought I knew a little bit, put up a meme about all these deaths. And, and the point of the meme was like, well, between March 1st and April 1st, this is how many deaths, or wh- whatever the date range was. It was from something called pbs.twmg.co. And I had to point out to this guy, that's that's like, that's... That's not a real PBS URL, I'm sorry. And then and then something called worldometers.info is who made the chart. And I'm, I'm like, what the hell is worldometers.info? But the chart was started with like abortions and deaths, numbers of deaths over this time period, from this time to that time, abortions. And, I, and I'm like, wait a minute. There are a lot of people who don't think abortions are deaths. I'm sorry. That's number one. So that's, that's, but what is it that you've, Still don't get about the fact that this is novel, meaning we've never seen it before. It's communicable, meaning it's it can spread through the population easily, and it grows exponentially, meaning the cases double every few days. What is it about that? You don't, you still don't get this entire list. This guy put up one long false equivalency. I can't take it anymore. I'm telling you, I'm starting to lose it. So this is a good time to call Cato, because I am starting to lose it. I will eat my neighbor. If my superpower is telling the truth, telling you the truth right now, I will cook and eat my neighbor before my daughters starve to death. I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'm just going to be honest. With my superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughter's not not starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. See, my superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. All right. dialed. I must have dialed the wrong number. Let me try that one more time. See if we can get Cato Hines out there. And Ramona, this is live radio, aerial view. If it's wrong again, then I'm kind of screwed. Oh, it's ringing. 
I like that sound. Hmm. Kato? Hello. Hey, Kato! I must can have dialed you hear the... me? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Wait, let me get plugged in here. You gotta can get... you hear me? Uh, sure I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, yeah. Okay, good. Glad to hear that we can hear each other. Yeah. So all how... the way across the nation. You're on the you're you're living in the other liberal bubble. Although I I don't know how liberal it is there. We're in that particular part of California where you are. Yeah. Well, San Diego is, but Ramona not so much. Do you get into arguments in Ramona, or you what, what goes on there? Yeah, we get in arguments, um, but not lately because there's been nobody to like sit at the bar with and argue with. You think that's making polarization worse or better? Because I think somehow it's gotten even worse. Um, yeah, because now it's all kind of being done on Facebook, and you can only put so many words into that, and then you just get like, fuck that, I'm not going to talk to these people anymore. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. I think it's gotten more polarized because of that. Yeah, just today I was getting into it with a guy out in Orange County. Uh, roundabout Anaheim, because uh, he put up a meme. I was just saying this meme he put up, and it was comparing, like, this number of deaths, and then there's been this number of deaths, and then coronavirus was all the way at the bottom with only 45,000. And by the way, we're now at, like, 85,000, so that was 40,000 deaths ago. And I, I, I'm just, I find myself arguing with him, and then I, I feel really bad that I've argued with him, because I feel like it was in, uh, just an utter waste of time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is because, you know, you start to go, well, okay, that's, you know, that's your opinion and that's the side of the fence you're on and this is the side of the fence I'm on. So, you know what? I think it's starting to help you be, maybe pick and choose your friends more, too. But then right? don't, don't, yeah, but don't we run the risk of that thing that we're not supposed to do, which is living in our bubbles? We're always told, you know, you can't live in your bubble. Don't live in your bubble. Are we are we making our bubbles bigger? Is that what's happening, Cato Hines, out there in Ramona? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Murray says no. Our Tell bubble, Murray to get on bubble. the extension, for God's sakes. Tell him to get on the extension. What did you say? I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, the bubble is, um, our bubble's small right now. You know, we have a friend that we visit. And then it's it's me and Murray, and then other than internet, it's like who do you see? I don't chit chat with people in the grocery store. No, um, I haven't even been to the grocery store. You know, and well, I tell you what, I've been calling people a lot more. Do you find yourself calling people more often? No. Actually, I'm really enjoying being separated, and I'm really starting to fall in love with not seeing people. Ah, yeah, you know, I, I, I thought you might have had the touch of the agoraphobic in you when we met, and I think one agoraphobic can kind of recognize another one. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of okay with not going anywhere. I mean, it would be nice. We did enjoy socializing before coronavirus, BC, as yeah. they call it, and I think you Love two life. enjoyed socializing as well. So, and I keep hearing. That humans are social creatures. I, I, what are you saying, Murray? You don't believe that? Oh no, we're very we're, we're social creatures, but 
okay, during these times, I don't want to be around a bunch of people that are exactly like me because I'm already me and I'm not a big fan of me in the first place. So I, I like the opposing opinion, but when you can't get through or when, when the world is dealing with one thing for three months and people are still on the fence about not being able to make a decision with three months of solid science you can read, you can, you can you know, the words, I've done my research, means so much more to me now. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Well. Oh, my. Uh, so so I, enjoy, I enjoy throwing down, dropping the mic, checking out. Well, thank like you, Murray. Cato. <laughs> Let me yes. pivot. Let me pivot to Cato for a moment. Cato, what are you seeing in terms of like uh, people in their jobs? Do you, are you do you know a lot of people who have lost their jobs over this stuff? I know people that have lost their jobs. Um, the ones that I know are actually doing better with unemployment, and so not in a big hurry to jump back into the the grind. Uh, here in Ramona, there's a lot of small businesses and they are chomping at the bit to open up again. And there's been those, I'm not going to wear a face mask and I'm going to get out on the street and, and have my little rally and protest because it's my right. That's going on here. What do you say um, to there those There are a lot of small businesses that have been affected here. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, I, I believe whether it's two months, 10 months or Two years from now, some type of business will bounce back. I mean, it's the, it's kind of the way things work. Yeah, I think the thing that's driving everybody crazy, and maybe I'll just speak for myself, but um, is is the open endedness of this all. Like we don't know. We 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 think we might know um, when there could be a vaccine. Uh, and, and a matter of fact, now there are people who are saying it could be as early as January, right? And so let's say January, they get a vaccine. Now we got to figure out how to get it to everybody. And now you got anti-vaxxers who are saying all kinds of ridiculous shit already online, talking about how they won't take the vaccine if it's available. And I, and every time I find myself going down this... this um, going down this slope of American stupidity that I, I can't deal with anymore. And and so, I don't know. I, I, I keep wondering, like, are the smart people going to prevail or the stupid people? What do you I think, I don't know. It's like, the, it's like, you know, it's like science versus God. It's, it's come down to that. And we have a proven history with vaccines. Uh, I think it will take a long time to develop a vaccine and have it be safe, or even to find out how this virus behaves. It's way down the road. It's here with us. It's going to be with us forever. Hey, did you watch the Nova special the other night on uh, COVID-19? No. Oh, hey, got, that should gotta... be required viewing for everybody. <laughs> really? Uh, you know, we have the PBS uh, app on the Schmott TV, so we'll we'll definitely take a look at that, because I like those Dial that shows. up. Yeah, That's yeah. It's on again on Monday. Wasn't there a you know what? Yes, Murray. I, sorry, to inter- sorry to interject, but you know you know what's going to happen? Remember how everyone's grandparents got here? They left some oppressed, crazy-ass Bolshevik nation or some ridiculous war-torn place, and all the smart people fucking left? 
Yes. Well, that's what's going to have to happen here. There's going to be an exodus from here. We can leave it. We'll leave it with the stupid people and the smart people. We'll just look for places and we'll we'll go to climes where where the people believe in science and they don't argue over things that aren't real. I like wearing a tinfoil hat. I like I like this world you describe, Murray. It reassures me, I, even if it never comes to pass. Who knows? <laughs> Who really yeah. knows? Hey, it's going to be all right. It is going to be ready. all right? Really? <laughs> tell me that again. Please tell me it's going to be all right again, Kato, please. It's going to be all right. It's going to be very different. But, you know, what's that saying? Wrap your arms around change. Embrace change. It's going to be different. And go with it. People who aren't essential have to realize they're not essential. Well, it all is in permanence as well, is what I would say, yes. So you're absolutely correct, Cato. Uh, the wife is always saying that. Sweet Tea's always saying all is in permanence. And then I'm like, pass the ketchup. Would you mind? But uh, have either one of you ever been to the Ronald Reagan Library? No. They had curbside voting there in California. They set up a makeshift polling place. For the 25th Congressional District, which was won by a Republican, and now apparently that was, uh, now we're supposed to be worried about that. That Democrats don't know how to deal with post coronavirus politics. Whatever those are. What are those, Cato? What are they? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, Any, Viruses aren't political. I don't know about that. Not if Obama started this. Obamagate, 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 Obamagate. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that direction doesn't exist either. We're, hey, we have to go forward. You, you can't drive the car with the rearview mirror. Many mirrors even have notations on them to what's going on behind you. So then it got bigger. Yeah. <laughs> drive do. the car looking out the windshield. Drive the car. Don't look at the fuel gauge. Drive the car. Use all your tools. Move forward. Move forward. Well, you can't fix backwards also. But here's no. the thing. Uh, it is interesting to see this president, this immoral, incompetent, corrupt criminal president, manage to go back to where he began. I mean, he began with a conspiracy theory around Obama. And he that's how he has sort of established his base. Him and Mark Burnett, you know, they built this myth together of Donald Trump's successful businessman, great leader. And then uh, he started this birther, well, he plugged into the birther conspiracy. He didn't start it, but he plugged into it in a big way. He talked it up a lot. And now it's like he's coming back to his greatest hits, you know? He's like, he, he's actually, uh, he's, he's actually uh, advancing this thing when when the reporters asked him what it was, he said, "Oh, you'll see." <laughs> I wish, and he and and then they said they they pressed him a little more. So, what is Obamagate? Well, let's just say it was the worst criminal conspiracy ever, the most corrupt thing that's ever happened in the history of the United States. So, I mean, talk about uh, you know trying to obfuscate with a whole bunch of bullshit. Do you think? Either one of you that this will work, and and who will it work with, and how far away? It'll work with the, it'll work with the thirty percent of people who who can't believe the tiniest truth. Like I don't know what the problem is believing the tiny truth. You know, it's like life has changed. You're non-essential. 
Uh, yeah. It's viral. Uh, tiny little truth. Donald Trump's an idiot. That's a tiny truth. It's just like it's so easy to believe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, if to, I don't know if they're that tiny. I'll be honest with you. these people. By the way, it's interesting because you're right. Thirty percent, somewhere around there, are the rock solid Jim Jones Kool Aid drinking base. That no matter what he says or does, it couldn't be bad enough for them. It couldn't be low enough. It couldn't be stupid enough. It couldn't be. I mean, again, this Obamagate thing that he is using the official Facebook White House page to spread yeah. right so he's using our tax dollars now to promulgate this obamagate thing and uh yeah will it work beyond the 30 percent of the base i don't know he's really good at muddying the waters he's really good at kicking up dust and distracting people I, who the hell knows but i i would say he's, he's yes really good at that. he's really good but at if you just use the scientific method of, of you know using Using facts, and uh, you know, it doesn't matter. You can say anything. Anyone can say anything. <laughs> yeah. Scientific method. Scientific method. But you What was that, Cato? I said he is good at muddying the waters and distracting, and that's the scary part. That's what we have to watch out for come November. And he learned that through his lawyers, through, you know, every time he had. So his heroes. Roy Cohn. Roy Cohn. Right? Roy Cohn. Coin. Cohn. Yeah, Roy. That guy. The Roy. guy. Roy, Roy. Cohn. And, and, and his sidekick was who? Well, he was the sidekick of uh, Joe McCarthy, wasn't he? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Joe McCarthy was from Wisconsin. Kato? Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin's yeah. doing lovely right now. Just, yeah. just, just really pulling ahead in humanity. Yeah, have you followed that? Wisconsin's opened up all their stuff. Their state Supreme Court overturned their governor, who still had this shutdown going on, Democratic governor, Republican state Supreme Court. Yeah. Overturned yep. They're out yep. in the bars drinking, high-fiving, coughing, sneezing, shit, and pissing all over. Aren't you oh. proud of your fellow statesmen? I mean, you I, are, were you born in Wisconsin? Did I? I think you were you. Yes, I was born and raised in Wisconsin. Left Wisconsin in 1979. So you got the hell out. Got I got the hell, the hell out. Of Wisconsin. Now, um, f where you grew up in Wisconsin, how far was it from like the Ed Gein farmhouse? Any idea? Oh, right in the middle of it. I'm really? from Nina, Wisconsin. Ed Gein was in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, a sane asylum, which is 10 miles to the south of my town. Nice. And 10 miles to the north of my town is Appleton, Wisconsin, where Senator Joe McCarthy is buried, who Frank Zappa went and pissed on his grave when he was in town performing years ago. I utterly respect that because I always like to say that I want to live long enough to piss on this president's grave. I mean, that is a stated goal of mine. I mean, I want. I don't care where it is, and if I have to spend the night in jail, whatever it is, I'm going to figure out a way. Yeah, uh, you know, and so I, I, I that's what's in some. I think he kind of likes that. I don't know if that's really that big of a cry. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, he might like that. Chris. He, Be careful. You're right. Maybe I should rethink this whole thing, Murray. I, I, I might have to rethink. I might have to go back to the drawing board on this one. Uh, I just feel like. 
how could people still be behind this? Like, you look around and you look at the devastation. You look at the economic devastation, the bodies piling up. How do you? How does none of that get through? Like, how? How, how, does, how do they still think that it's like their rights are being taken away? Like that? Where? Where does all that come from? And they're blaming the previous president for their rights that were taken away by. Well, they weren't taken away. First of all, they were taken away after 9-11. We lost some, some freedoms and rights, and they never came back. And they weren't restored, and now we're going to have some more pressure on us just to clean this shit up. And people, have, they're misguided. They're just looking in the wrong... They blame everything on... on because, well, if you can believe in all the things they believe in... I know, can't. They they don't need reality as a as a checkpoint. Yeah, I I feel like what's happened um, is that America is now exists in two separate realities. There's like there really is. There's the Fox News world, and then there's the other world. Fox News includes Breitbart and Infowars and all the right wing nonsense online, and this this constant fire hose, this steady stream of misinformation and disinformation and bullshit. And really, the end point of it all is just to stay in power, for these people to hang on to the power they have. That's really, oh, right. they, they just love having the power. They don't want to give up the power. They like being in yeah. power. Because when they're in power, they could pay themselves, they could pay their friends, they could all get fat and happy and get rich. But when they're not in power, it's a little harder. They're still going to get fat and happy and rich. It'll just take a little longer, you know? And so they actually are the non-essential. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And who do you mean when you say it? Do you mean like the financial class? So who would you say? Well, I think a lot of the news media reporting people, like they think their job is so important to report the news. And then the way it's reported is like, ew. And there's too many of them. And they're not essential. So I can't, you know, oh, but if you only had one or two news sources, oh, my God, that might be socialism. Oh, watch out for that. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I do believe that Rupert Murdoch, when he showed up here, when he created this thing called Fox News, no one could have, uh, no one would have thought, like, the transformative effect it would have. And then the, you add in the Internet, you add in the the growth of handheld devices and the ability to spread shit around at the speed of light. And, and I begin to really, I've said this before in this program, this is aerial view on the hound NYC.com, Kato Hines and, uh, Murray. I, I don't want to say your last name, Murray, because I never really asked you if I could say your last name on the air. So I'm not going to do it. You're just Murray. How's that? Kato okay. and Murray. Uh, I, I, I worry, I worry about the future of this country because I feel like unless you turn off that fire hose, you know, what do we do? I mean, do we just put hope and faith in the fact that there's more of us than them, is this going to be a sheer numbers play, Cato? I think we we need to oh watch what happens, um, roll with it, stand up for your rights in w- what you believe your rights to be. Um, 
it's almost like it's really important time for there to be community and to be vigilant of your neighbor, your partner, your other people in your life. Because um, they could turn out to be Ed Gein too. What do you mean? Be vigilant. Well, why? No, I mean I don't know. Because I think this thing maybe? is going to drive people we need crazy. Empathy. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Empathy. I, I, yeah, I think we need to try to help, not let it get crazy. You can see craziness is going to roll out from this. You know, it's going to start being if there's any alarm of like a food shortage. You know, then then it starts with okay, that's mine, and what are you what are you going to do to get it? You're going to shoot, you're going to maim, you're going to kill. Um, well, Alex you know, that, Jones has already said he would eat his neighbors for God's sakes. Well, there's either shit going down that it's like, hmm. yeah, <laughs> and I think sometimes the news can also put those things out there that people don't read between the lines. They don't read the whole article, and they go, oh, you know what? Hey, did you hear we have a cure for AIDS? Oh, okay. Well, no, we really don't, if you read the whole story. So, as far as the news, I think they, they their reporting is just like, oh, my God. It, it maybe shouldn't, it should just, maybe everybody should only read the news. So, they have to read the whole story and not just listen to tidbits. That, And then that's Trump, you know. Yeah. Shooting off. I didn't listen to his noon thing today about almost, pretty soon we're going to have a virus cure, a vaccine we're going to have a vaccine. Yeah, well, there, I, there is some speculation that maybe they can have something by January. But, you know, look, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't trust Watch anything. Watch that Nova special. Yeah. Watch that Nova special. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to. I have to. That's We're going to watch that's, it tonight when we're science. finished watching 90 Day Fiance. We'll watch that. Don't worry. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, just to, to backtrack a minute, do you know what COVID-19 stands for? Uh, 19 is the year. The covid is uh, COVID, COVID. Yeah, yeah. COVID. so a lot of people think there's like 19 varieties. No, 19 is the year. 19 is the year. And COVID, C-O is Corona. Corona. V- V-I is virus. virus. And D is disease. Wow, cool. So. I didn't know yeah. any of that. Yeah, hey, no, when you, you know were a kid, were, did you hear stories about Ed Gein or no? Oh, hell Yeah. The mad yeah. butcher of Plainfield. What did they say about him? Uh, that his favorite cookies were lady fingers. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, they didn't. Yeah, no. that was the joke there. <laughs> no, in fact, my, my good yeah. friend Stan, Stan the man, Stan the record man, who is now deceased, um, you would love him. He was an orderly at the mental institution in which Ed Gein was a patient at. Is this guy still alive? i got to talk to him. He was dis- disorderly orderly at the... Yeah, uh... no, he, he was an orderly. His name is Stan Erickson, and no, he, he... had he passed away um, about three, four years ago. Oh, very, God very bad. He was God there. damn it. This yeah. w- was this Stan, Stan the man. He was a good guy. You would have loved him, Chris. Oh, he would have been. He's your kind of guy. I would have talked to him like crazy. I would have recorded yeah. that shit. We'd still have it now, huh? Well, so this was Mendota Mental Health Institute. 
Is that where this Mendota would be? Mental Health Institute, yes. It's right, yeah. it's right uh, the suburb of Madison, Wisconsin. So would you Mendota. kids growing but, you know, up... He kids... was in Oshkosh for a while. Yeah. He was he was in, in a mental institution in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, for a well, while. Plainfield is apparently within uh the let's see it was it's within where the hell is it i just saw it it's, it's within some county in wisconsin plainfield wisconsin is within washora county washora county wash washara wash washara county so w-a-u-s-h-a-r-a washahara washara 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 county uh so he would you kids scare each other with stories about him when you were kids? Would you say if you're not if you don't behave, Ed Gein's gonna get you? No, 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 no scary Ed Gein. No, oh, I'm so disappointed. So disappointed. Yeah, so no, very nothing scary that way. All right, no, um, can't well, say there was. Would you scare each other with stories about Joe McCarthy? <laughs> well, when I was yeah older in, in a teenager, like you know, and we'd sit around and smoke pot and be like, "Oh my God, that is scary." Joe he Mc- was scary. He was scary. Did you see that documentary uh, that came out? I mean, I, it might have been a was it American Experience? Yeah, American Experience on PBS. They did a really good installment on Joe McCarthy. I didn't see it, but you know what? He's just kind of creepy looking, like um, like the other guy you were just talking about. Roy Cohn, uh, Roy Cohn, Roy Cohn. Yeah. yeah, that They're guy. They're both kind of creepy looking. Well, it's interesting you say that because they were both creeps, so that kind of makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have they have that creepiness to them. Creepy looking creeps. Well, you know, um, I, I have to say I've known Cato Hines uh, many many years now. Um, met you when you lived in Brooklyn, I believe, at the time. And yep. then, uh, before long, Chicago. How many years did you spend in Chicago? 25 years. I oh lived in Chicago God. longer than I've lived anywhere in my life. Does that freak you out a little bit? Because, you know, I... A little bit. I, yeah. Like, I got there, I think I just got, you know, it was real complacent. It was good. But I had a good job. Joe right. could take care of Jane. He raised her there. Raised my kid in the middle of a city. So she got that little, you know, inner city influence. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden you go, Whoa, I've been here for 25 years and didn't, didn't like always, well, now I've gone over three years. I don't miss it. You left Maybe three, I didn't just, love it. just three years ago. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know yeah. if I, if I, if I knew that, uh, Cato and I were out of touch for many years. I, I don't know why. I think, um, I did a drive out there in 1992 or something like that to Chicago and, had a lovely time, but I think after Joe passed on, we didn't stay in touch. And then yeah. Facebook sort of brought us back together. And, you know, I hate Facebook, but that is a good thing. I think it's a good thing that people oh, reconnect. I can't believe you know. yeah, how much, like, Facebook keeps you in touch. I really have to give them credit for that. It's like, wow, you can find this person. And, hey, I want to shoot that person a message and just let them know I'm thinking about them. Right. And meanwhile, so, no, it's pretty. it's pretty amazing for that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zuckerberg is just scraping all of our data and making a goddamn fortune from it. So you know. And you know what? Let them. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Track me. I don't care. All right. I hope you're listening. Facebook. Sexy swimming suits for sale on coming up on Facebook, and then all of a sudden I'm getting bombarded with them. But I'm like, oh, it's almost like soft porn. 
Jeez. Wow, look at that. That's kind of sweet. Look at all the sexy (laughs) swimming suits suddenly. I know what you mean because I was looking at something the other day for guitars, and now I'm seeing all these ads about learn guitar now. You could be playing right now. Why don't you learn guitar? And I'm like, fuck, fuck, I learned guitar when I was 13. I don't want to learn it again. I, I Please, stop, stop berating me. Uh, but that's the world we live in now. And yeah. I'm glad that we found each other because uh, back in February, Sweet Tea and I took a trip to San Diego and we got to be with Cato on her birthday. It's still one of my fondest pre, like, BC memories, you know, before coronavirus memories. My One of my fondest memories is uh, being there for your birthday at the, uh, at the, at the Jefferson. Is that what it was? The Lafayette. Jefferson? Lafayette. The Lafayette. Uh, hotel, hotel with the swimming pool yeah. in it. What's it called? Lafayette Swimming Club and Hotel. I think that's what it's called. So, yeah, yeah. there in San Diego, we, we we hung out by the pool. We had a really lovely time. And then we went down to the steakhouse, and we ate, and we drank. And we had a much better time. And Wasn't it just, it was just perfect. And just in time, like we did talk about Corona. It had been in the news, and we are like, ooh, what is that? But I'm so glad that my birthday didn't get shut down. Your birthday might have been the last good thing that happened. I got mine. I got mine. Yeah. I got mine. You know, Sweet Tea's having a birthday on Monday, and it's like I said to her, so do you want to do one of these Zoom birthday things? And she's like, no, I I really, no, no, I don't want to do. Like, she's she's online all the time, you know, doing the thing online. And so I'm like, okay. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Because like if I don't now if I don't set up the Zoom birthday thing, I'm I'm like, is she gonna be disappointed now? We didn't No, hell, no. she's on the internet all the time. Yeah, That's the last yeah. damn thing she wants to do on her birthday. Listen, I think you're absolutely right, so I'm not no. gonna do it. Have you Get done flowers have you done and any chocolate and whatever her I gotta have somebody and... bring them and that person will be wearing a mask and gloves for God's sake. How romantic. How very romantic. Well, I will, you know what, I, I'll, I'll put together a birthday card. It will come in the snail mail, but it will be late because, of course, it won't get there by Monday. But mm-hmm. I, I'll put together a snail mail birthday card. I don't order. know. The way they're cracking the whip on the post office now, they might be able to get it here by then. I wouldn't guac. say. I wouldn't rule it out. Just saying. A pink glock. <laughs> what's, what's a pink glock? Glock. Oh, Glock. Oh, 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 oh the Glock. Not... The gun. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get her a pink Glock, Marie pink says. Glock. Like, yeah, we have, like, these Ramona people out here, they're, like, they love their guns. And, the, and the one ladies... of our friends posted the other day these Glocks for women, and they come in pink and blue and aqua and. Rugers. They were Rugers. I'm like, who the hell needs that? Well, your gun uh, should match your outfit, I guess. Why I don't know. Cato, Cato, Cato. Uh, you know what I found during this thing? I, I'm going to try to do a bright side for a minute on okay. this time at home. I, I think my relationship with my, my wife is stronger than ever. Uh, we spend a lot of time talking, and I'm happy about that. Uh, but then there's also Roger. Cat. The cat. Cat. And I find uh, my relationship with Roger the cat has also gotten stronger. And Roger and I talk a lot, matter of fact. And I yeah. think uh, we really have come to some, some some kind of understanding of each other. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, I get it. I really respect Roger for his otherness and the fact that he's just a completely different species than me. Uh, he also he gets to sleep most of the day, which seems pretty cool. Um, people open his food and give it to him, and uh, he gets treats whenever he wants. I mean, really, his pandemic existence is no not that much different, almost no different than his pre-pandemic existence. And wouldn't we all like to say that? Ultimately, so <laughs> it's not much different from Murray. I can say that. <laughs> You uh, and, I can say that. I'll put you and Roger. I'm like Roger. Roger and I got it made. Roger, the cat engineer, as I like to call him, actually. So, listen, uh, it's really always a pleasure to speak to you. And, and again, uh, we'll, we'll meet one more. T- we'll meet again, as Vera oh, Lynn said. Hey, right? My phone, um, is the wind blowing in my mouthpiece? It, not anymore. It was a moment ago. But now yeah. it sounds fantastic. So I'm up at the farm and it's windy here. I don't know if you just heard the horses winning. No, you got horses there. Wow. Horses. Horses. Do you, are you riding the horses at all? No, no. Yeah. I just look at them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Ramona, California is way, what would you say? 45 minutes Northeast of San Diego for giving people some kind of, uh, Yep. Yeah, and and so uh, San Diego. The last time we were there, again, Sweet Tea and I went there in February. We spent a week there. Uh, very walkable place. The area we stayed in, North Park, north of Balboa Park, and we walked all over and we saw a lot of things. And now, uh, what is this doing to the concept of a walkable city, Cato? I mean, do you care anymore? Or are you like, oh, I want to live near a walkable city? Or are you like, walkable city? Nothing's open. Yeah, no, I don't want to live in a walkable city. I, I want to live um, really, really close to water where I can jump in it every day. But you know what they're doing with some of the streets here, too? They're closing them off to cars, and I think that's happening all over this country and maybe the world, and l- allowing people to walk on them. That's good. I like that. Good deal. Well, I, I kind of yeah. wish they were doing that here. We get a lot of through traffic on this block, and some of you people need to slow down, for God's sakes. What's the big hurry? Time is a flat circle. I, yeah, I, I never get now. a hurry. Mur- yeah. Murray's a hurry. Murray, hurry. Hurry, 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 hurry Murray. Hurry, hurry, Murray. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Nowhere fast. I guarantee you, there was an instrumental recorded in the '60s called "Hurry, Murray," and and it was just one of those ones where they would stop and go, "Hurry, Murray," and then they go back into the instrumental. I have no doubt. Somebody out there, if you've heard of that record, please contact Aerial View. By the way, if you want to sign up for my newsletter, it comes out every Tuesday, aerialviewer uh, at me.com. Aerialviewer at me.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash call aerialview. Cato, Hines, and uh, Hurry Murray have been with me for a few minutes here, and I do appreciate you spending some time. I'll, t- I'll return you to your lives now, but thank no, you. No, it's good. We've got nothing else going on. In fact, I'm... I've been sipping on the wine. I, I bought our 15 bottles of wine from a company called Splash. Real good deal. Is it one if of those Ramona wineries? Did you get it from a local winery there in Ramona? No, it, it, it actually, it's all from Lodi, California. So oh, California Lord. Wine. I'm stuck in Lodi again. Oh, man, Lodi. I love that song. You like that song? So my shipment, my shipment came like two days ago. I think there's already four bottles gone. Oh, oh well. Wow. So you you getting a good deal on those? 
Oh, yeah. Good deal. Look into it. Splash. Yeah. Splash. 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 I, it's an easy name to remember. Splash. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so uh, I, I I really hope that we all get to see each other on the other side of this thing. We get to spend a little time yeah. together, drink some of that fine. You think they'd sponsor this program? Because I'm about to say drink some of that fine splash wine. I've drink never tasted that, it. I'm trusting you that it isn't. Awesome. Listen, be honest with me. Is it any damn good? Yeah. All right. For the price, absolutely. Wait a minute. You just added a modifier for the price. No, no modifier. No. <laughs> no, it's you delicious. definitely. Right now, I'm drinking one you... called Ray Road. Ray Road. Oh, I thought you said Raid like like the bug spray. Okay, good. <laughs> Damn, like, I was going to say. R-A-Y, yeah. Road, like R-O-A-D. That's the name of it. All right. Uh, listen, I'm going to move out of the way and let the hound take over once again, Cato. I love you. I love Murray. Hurry, Murray. And again, we're we're gonna we'll meet again. We'll meet somewhere. again because you'll be out here. Yeah, and then I'll. Do you know why? What's that? Why is California? California is always going to be here. California, Uberalis. Thanks, Cato. There goes Cato. And hurry, Murray. That'll do it for me. Chris T here on Aerial View. A few minutes left in the program, and then uh, the Hound takes over. Historic Hounds. Hound Hounds, and then uh, 3 p.m. on. Sunday, you get the Hound Howl, followed by Crash and the Party. There's Mark and Miriam, the Blue-Op Chop Shop of the Air. This program replays on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And then on sometime between now and Tuesday, it becomes a podcast. Available out of Apple Podcasts, Google, whole goddamn thing, Spotify, Stitcher, all over the damn place. Wherever you need it to be, that's where it is. But I just like doing this here live show. Live radio. That's where it's at. Big, big fan. Always will be. And this is the way I have to do it. So be it. This is the way I'm going to do it. Thanks for listening, if you were listening. This one's going out to Murray. And Cato. And Ramona. Seeking my fame and fortune Looking for a pound of gold Things I paid and things I learned I guess you know the truth Oh Lord, stuck in a low guy again I rode in on a greyhound I'll be walking out if I go just a pacing through Must be seven months or more I ran out of time and money Look like they took my friend
song to play I came in the town of one night fan Like a cow. No, I didn't feel like a cow. Touching my song. 